0: Unlocking the secrets to better parenting On Growing Pains
1: And today it's all about making the most of our time Working from home Still giving our kids the attention they deserve And we're speaking to Rosie Khalid A counsellor specialising in family therapy To learn how to balance it all out
2: Now Rosie, during this MCO of course A lot of us are adjusting to working from home And I'm sure a lot of children or our students Are also adjusting to learning from home as well So how do we as parents help our kids understand that we're doing all these things from home, but it's only temporary?
0: I think the first thing itself is to understand your kids, right? So we want to know how old are your kids, their comprehension level. So if they're of lower age group, Then maybe you want to have visual. You want to show them how the the concept of time. Maybe you want to have a calendar or you have an hourglass. You let them know that this is something that's going to happen um, maybe in the next one month. It's not going to happen forever. The key here is to speak to your children in a language that they understand. You can use play as well to talk to the kids, right? So you can do role plays, try to have like puppets. And let them know what's happening. Even um, role reversal, and I think this applies for parents who are working, and they want to let the children know that this is the time that I'm working. So, um, you have to do your things, and I have to do my things. So the kids can take up at like, the parents' role. So they're working, for example. And the parents can be the one that keep bothering them just for the kids to understand how it's like, right? So that is building a social empathy.
2: Interesting. I will try that role reversal with my daughter.
0: (laughs) You should try to the most
2: annoying you can be. <laughs> now, you know, Rosie, our work and personal life is all currently jumbled all into oh, one, right? Yeah. So how do we as parents who are currently working from home create a more conducive environment
0: that's good for both work and play? You know, a lot of people say you need to have a designated work area where it's like a heat-free zone kind of thing. And I think that's wonderful if you can have that. Um, But of course, there are people with smaller space and all that and they cannot have that. And I think that's a struggle. That's a real struggle right there. I think rules and boundaries here is also very important. So maybe you want to have like a sign outside the door. Do no not disturb. in <laughs> Or something like that. The key here is to see what works for you. Because different families, they work very differently.
2: But how do we explain to the children? Because a lot of times they're like, Oh, mommy's home, it's playtime, you know? Or daddy's home, it's playtime. That we still need to work without interruption, although
0: we are at home. This is where um, schedule comes in. Maybe we need to come up with a schedule for them. So while you're working, they're supposed to be doing their studies. But I foresee this being something that's more doable with the older age groups. With the younger ones, they have more needs, right? They would want to have more attention from you. Mm. So that's where the struggle comes in. Um, Do reach out to your partner as well. It's good to take turns, especially when you have days where you have really important meetings. I know some companies are a bit more flexible in terms of the arrangement of working hours. I think that's wonderful as well. So you want to probably work when your child is napping or when they're not so active. Uh, So you take advantage of that time.
1: Hmm. But you know, in some offices, there's bring your kids to work day. Sometimes at home, instead of like, mommy's working, uh, don't bother me right now. Wouldn't it be better sometimes maybe show your kids what you're doing?
0: Oh, of course. And I think, yeah, it's great to... Let them see what you're doing and how important it is. My advice is to actually, for parents to actually take that time to really explain it to their kids. Go through all that process with their kids. And once they get that done, foundations all laid out, everything should be easier. Um, Another thing that I was thinking about is to integrate chores into your time spent with the kids. Like make Mm -hmm. chores fun like a game for them but I've got to put a disclaimer that sometimes they make more mess than they actually do clean up they do, they do. Yes.
2: the whole thing about us parents not wanting our children to help out in chores it's not like we don't want them to but it's just yeah. more work for us after that yeah. no, no. I feel like since now that I'm working from home I'm putting in a lot more hours like odd hours not only a set specific eight hours, you know, like, and I'm less motivated to pay attention or play with the kids. Mm -hmm. So how should a parent address this? The
0: first thing is telling yourself that it's okay you're feeling that way. I mean, I know some parents, they can be pretty harsh on themselves um, just because you feel demotivated or you get angry and you feel horrible about it and you start thinking whether you're a terrible parent or not. Having that self-awareness is very important. So knowing where your limits are, knowing where you're at. So you're constantly checking in with yourself to see how you're doing emotionally. You don't want to get to a point where you're really burnt out and then you start dashing out to everyone, especially the kids at home, right? And I think if you need a time off, you have to have that time off. Of course, this is something that you have to talk to your partner about. The key is thinking about what is it that you can control because there's so many things that you can't control, right? There's so much anxiety going around with all these uncertainties. So I think this is a time, a very crucial time for parents to remember to be kind to themselves as well. That's the first step itself. And then I would also recommend um, mindfulness. Mindfulness is very good. Just be in the present. Be mindful of your body, your senses. And I usually do this in a shower. You know, you just have like a five to ten minute shower and just be mindful at that present time. And it can be very calming. I mean, we've heard of this
2: word mindfulness a lot. But can you give us an example of how we can be mindful and be present in the moment?
0: Okay, so I'll give an example of that shower, right? So being mindful while you're showering means that your mind is nowhere else but in that present moment where you are thinking about the water, you're smelling the shampoo, you're feeling the temperature of the water, and just just using all your five senses there. So you're also listening to the sound of the water trickling or, and all of that. That's what mindfulness is. Even when it comes to eating, you can do mindful eating. It sounds very simple, but it's very powerful. And you can focus on your breathing. I think deep breathing comes with it as well. If you can do that, that would be great.
2: Now overall, Rosie, what will your advice be? to parents who are struggling to give their child the attention that they crave during the work (laughs) from home office hours that are pretty loose at the moment?
0: (laughs) So again, I Mm. think the first thing is do what works for you. Different people, they work differently. Some people need to have more structure and it's fine to have that. But also know that um, certain things are not within your control. Okay, so just be aware of that. And I think the most important thing is it's okay not to be okay. So it's fine if you lose it. It's fine if you feel horrible. It's fine. Uh, it's normal. Uh, because the more you suppress that, the more it's just going to come back uh, worse. Check in with yourself. I think that's also important to see where you're at. Again, going back to focusing on things that you can control at this time, lah. Is it good to have a schedule or to just leave it as fluid as the situation? Ah, so that one depends on the family too. Uh, some families work great with schedule. Um, some don't. And there's pros and cons with it lah, you know. So if you have a structure and your kids can follow them and everybody can follow that, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. But some kids, uh, they need a bit more flexibility, mm-hmm. Right. Okay, for example, if you have someone on the spectrum, kids with autism and all that, that is a little bit different. Um, You do need to have some kind of schedule. They do need some kind of a routine, right? At the same time, they may have certain outbursts and that's when you need to have a certain type of flexibility to to get off work at that time, to attend to them. Um, So it really depends on the child Mm. and the whole family dynamics.
1: Actually, you know what? I'm just wondering, if this goes on for months on end and we're going to be working from home, oh, God forbid, till the end of the year, let's just say, and this becomes a new normal, and then we have to go back to what used to be normal, how do we ease kids, not, not, not just us, how do we ease the kids oh, back yes. into that normal?
0: I think that's a very, very good question there. And I think with any kind of changes, it's not going to be easy. But again, talking to your kids is very important. Letting them know what's happening. Letting them know that you won't be seeing me as much anymore. But you need to go back to school, see your friends. Um, So really sitting down and talk to them. For parents, it's also important that we, you know, I think we're very resilient people. We will definitely adapt. But how long we are going to take to adapt to these things? I think Mm. that's another thing. Um, And of course, when it comes to anxieties and stress, the one thing that we should constantly ask ourselves is, what can we do to make ourselves feel
1: better? You need to mentally prepare yourself and also mentally prepare your kids. But how do you Absolutely. do that? I mean, for kids.
0: I don't think you can ever be fully prepared for all, all these things, right? Um, yeah. You can try. You can try like, as much as you can. By the end of the day, you have to take it one step at a time. Certain things can't be just forced into it, right? Um, mm-hmm. And certain things, we can only manage it when we cross the bridge. So... Yeah, yeah. So all you know, the kids may be, may be well more adapted than you are. <laughs> True. One
2: thing for sure, I know my kids, they are longing to go back to school, to be yes. honest. Like, yes. they, they just want to have fun with their
0: friends and they, they, they miss the school setting. Another thing that I, I actually forgot to, to mention is that we need to also listen. To what's going on with them. We need to understand how are you feeling about all this? Great. Well, thank you very much, Rosie. That was very thank enlightening. And, um, oh, that's, yeah. that's good to yeah. know.